Hey everybody, welcome back to the episode of All That Jazz. My name's Giovanni, an expat fella, currently living in Seoul, South Korea, a father of two, a husband in an interracial marriage, whose wife is a drop-dead gorgeous Korean woman. And let's kick off episode 15. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of All Dad Jazz. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Glad to have you. Hopefully you uh, come back and listen to future episodes with me. So in this episode, with the holiday seasons just around the corner, I'd like to go ahead and uh, have my theme be about Christmas and the holiday season and how much more meaning it has once you are a parent yourself. Um, to kind of kick it off a little bit, uh, I just want to recap what we had uh, done the previous weekend, my family and I. Um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, it was my daughter's fifth birthday, and although we had an eventful weekend, um, a, a lengthy birthday weekend for her, we decided to surprise her with one more uh, fun weekend, uh, which was uh, taking her to amusement park. The, the park is called Everland. It's about a two-hour drive from our place. We used to go every single year, um, especially when COVID was rampant throughout the peninsula. Uh, But it had been some time since we last visited. Uh, So we definitely wanted to make the best of it. The weather was absolutely just god-awful. It was freezing. My wife really was prepared for it. She made sure her and the kids were extremely warm. They basically doubled up on all their, their clothing Two pairs of socks, snow pants, you name it, they, they were prepared. Uh, my idiot self uh, was the opposite. I didn't bring a scarf. I only wore one pair of socks, uh, some sneakers. It, it probably dropped down to me about like uh, 10 degrees that night. And I remember just walking around the park, just feeling like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. My face was just entirely frozen. Cheeks were all red, like good old St. Nick. And I... <laughs> I wanted the kids to have fun, but me, I, I, I kind of had a miserable time because I was just so cold. I couldn't really enjoy the moment. Um, but just knowing that my kids had an absolute blast, we tried to do, you know, as many things as we could while we were, we were at the park. But probably around, I think, uh, about six or seven hours we were there. And uh, we just kind of made it a mission to go from, um, like, entertainment show, from show to show, just to kind of stay indoors. That way we just avoided the, the outside weather at all costs. Um, but yeah, at, at the end of uh, the day, they typically have a, a, a parade called the Moonlight Parade. And it's actually very entertaining to watch. You can actually watch it on YouTube. If you, again, type in Moonlight Parade Everland, you could see it for yourself. It's great. They shut down like the whole park, the lights, and uh, and just the, uh, what do you call those? The floats and all the people in the parade, they're all glowing. So it's like a PG-rated rave. It's It's really nice. They got some good music, too. And just to watch like Sophie and Gianno kind of dance and shake their little booties, having a complete blast uh, watching it was very entertaining. Uh, typically, we stay at the hotel near the amusement park, but I guess this year round it's kind of like a lottery. If you sign up like at midnight, competing with like 50 other million people, you can actually book a room at the lodge there. Uh, but it goes for like 300 bucks a night, they were asking this time around. And we just thought, no, 
not not worth it. We're not paying that kind of money. So we actually stayed not too far from the actual park. As we were taking the little like condolos back to the main exit, uh, we actually saw our hotel off in the distance. It's only like a maybe four-minute drive. It's called the Golden Tulip. So if you're in Korea and you want to take your kids to Everland, but you're not wanting to burn a hole in your wallet by staying at Homebridge Stay, which is the name of the lodge, check out the Golden Tulip. We had a pleasant stay for only like 99 bucks. It was great. And for the record, by no way is this episode being promoted or sponsored by the Golden Tulip. <laughs> I know that kind of sounded like a like a like a plug in there, but uh, but we no, we just had a pleasant stay. And something else that I actually wanted to address today, um, Sophina actually received her her second U.S. passport. It was the first time that she actually needed a renewal, so we went to the embassy four weeks ago and applied for it. And sure enough, when I got home today from work, there it was, brand new passport, uh, good for five years. And it actually surprised me how quickly it arrived. It only took less than four weeks. So we weren't sure, you know, whether or not to book a trip over the, the holiday weekend because we thought she wouldn't have a passport in time. But everything worked out anyway. It's not like we're going anywhere anyway because we're just trying to save a lot of money at this time. So now that I got that out of the way, let's uh, go ahead and talk about some family traditions that my family and I like to partake in each year during the holiday season. And the first one is actually watching a couple of favorite uh, flicks of ours. Now, my parents, we would always watch um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That has been a tradition for a while now. Um I've been obviously been watching every single year. I remember when I was first dating my wife back in 2016, our very first Christmas together, we actually watched Christmas Vacation. And it's just one of those, you know, classic uh, like slapstick comedies, you know, Chevy Chase and the whole Griswold family. It's just, you know, you don't kind of get that kind of comedy anymore. It's it's very, it's a cult classic, you're right, during the holidays. Um, another one that my wife likes to watch is Elf with Will Ferrell. That's just hilarious. Super funny. Um, and then another one, obviously, the classic, uh, what is the one? The You'll Shoot Your Eye Out Kit. What is that called? <laughs> oh, man. Wow, what is it called? The one where he wants to get the BB gun. And then Santa pushes his face down the slide. Oh, a Christmas story. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, a Christmas story. Something else that my family likes to do uh, every Christmas Eve, uh, we get to open one present. One present on Christmas Eve. My daughter, she's been doing that for obviously the last five uh, Christmases. Her brother gets to open his first uh, gift on Christmas Eve. This will be his second Christmas, and he's much more alert and aware of his surroundings now. And... uh, we're just really super excited to see how he's going to react, knowing that he's going to be part of all the holiday fun. You know, uh, Christmas Eve, we're planning on uh, baking some cookies for Santa and leaving them out with a nice cold glass of milk. If we have any maybe celery or carrots lying around for the reindeer, we'll be sure to put those on the plate right next to the cookies for Santa and his reindeer's long journey to South Korea because he goes all over the world. And the next topic I'd like to talk about is one of my favorites, and that is food. My father's side um, is Mexican. We like to make tomales for Christmas and pozole, which is a a type of soup. 
and it's got the it could be made in different types of ways basically just like beans pieces of like, like shredded meat some onions and it's just it's heavenly it's the perfect meal to consume on a cold winter's day and on christmas it's just amazing just eating and dining with family and just kind of talking laughing and reminiscing about things and while enjoying a nice meal together and that's what i think christmas really is all about and I know it's it's hard, especially as an expat when you're living overseas thousands of miles away on the other side of the world. Christmas can be really hard. I know when uh, I was just a bachelor, it was probably the hardest Christmas I've ever experienced uh, in 2012 when I first moved uh, to Korea. And I remember thinking, I don't have any money to travel anywhere else. And I didn't really know if I was going to be let back into the country on an E2 visa. This is how much of a rookie I was. I had no experience traveling. Obviously, many years after that, every Christmas, my ass was somewhere warm on a beach somewhere, some different country in Southeast Asia. And uh, obviously, I learned from that experience. But I just kind of cope with uh, traveling during the holiday season. And I think it's important this time now that uh, Christmas is here and I have a family to spend time with. Last year, my family and I, we had the opportunity to go home to Chicago for three months from October uh, through December. So we were there for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas and New Year's. And a year later, here we are, coming up on a, a brand new year. 2024 is just around the corner. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable how time passes us by in a flash. But ultimately, as I mentioned before, I am leaving Korea for good. Well, I wouldn't say for good. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. I could always come back here once I'm retired, open a bar in a coastal city, and just take it nice and easy. Who knows? One can never be too sure. But uh, this will ultimately be my last year in Korea, my last Christmas in Korea. So I'm just kind of making a count. We do have some plans coming up, I, I guess. Nothing really too crazy. We do want to check out a holiday market in downtown Seoul in Kangwamu at the Kangwamu Square. They kind of have like a, like a Christmas market. In Chicago, we kind of have like the same thing. I, I'm pretty sure every major city in the U.S. has a Christmas market. But uh, I think that I think the kids would enjoy that very, very much, especially seeing all the lights and festivities down there. And then on Christmas Day, my wife and I invited two of my coworkers over to our place um so again referring back to just being long on christmas being an expat it is kind of lonely so i thought if they didn't have any plans i just want to reach out and uh invite them over why not right we're not going anywhere for the holidays and it's good having uh, more people that way we can sing christmas carols have some food together i'm sure i'll probably be the only one drinking but uh that's no problem but yeah that's that's pretty much the the gist of it all. I'm just uh, I'm just really thankful for everything that I have in my life thus far. Uh, who knows what the future is going to be like, uh, especially a year from now in Christmas. I I know we'll either be celebrating it in Portland, or maybe I'll fly back home to Chicago to celebrate with my parents. Gosh, now that I think of it, uh, the first year. The first year that Soying and I became parents was uh, 2018. So our very first Christmas as parents, uh, 2018, will always be a memorable one. I uh, remember thinking to ourselves, like, gosh, our, our daughter's barely, like, two weeks old. And uh, we were just super excited. It, for us, I remember at the time, at least for me, 
Christmas had always been about presents. It was always about me, 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 me. How many presents am I getting? How many presents am I owed? Kind of selfish like that. And uh, God, so much has changed, right? In just those five years. Now I could care less about receiving a gift on Christmas. Like, I don't need it. Especially this year, because I know I'm leaving, I'm moving, and the more you travel and live abroad, the less you need. I could care less. I remember just the other day, my wife asked me, she, she's not one for surprises, so she straight up said, hey, do you want a sweater for Christmas? And I said, sure, why the hell not? <laughs> you know, it's kind of gotten to that point. Just before, I'd be like, how come you're not surprising me? Just wrap it up. But now it's just, you, you get what you get. And you're, you're thankful for that. And I have everything that I need already. But going back to that first Christmas, I remember thinking, I was kind of still in that mentality, like, what does my, my daughter need? Like, this is her first Christmas. We got to go all out. We need to buy the, my first Christmas ornament. We have to take a picture with Santa at the mall. It was like a checklist of all these things I needed in order to kind of feel that I'm being a good dad, a, a good first-time dad. And it's just kind of comical just thinking about it now. I mean, we did a good job. You know, my mother-in-law was here with us. Uh, for two months, she was in the States, staying with us in Chicago, taking care of my wife, and just really kind of helping out around the house. And we really needed that. And uh, I'm forever thankful because of that. And I remember we just had a little Christmas party, a little gathering at our place. With, you know, our, my grandma was over there, my aunt, a couple cousins. And it was just it was just everything. If only Sophie had uh, a memory of it, but she could always look back at photos. Um, the following Christmases after that, the following year, obviously 2019, that was our depression Christmas. I was out of work. I was broke. We couldn't afford anything. I just felt like a, a failure of a father. And that's what ultimately led us uh, coming back to Korea uh, from 2020 to this, this present moment. And then 2020 and then 2021, we were here in Korea where we spent uh, our Christmases at uh, Everland. When we were staying at the home bridge, not for $300, we actually made the best of it because we had uh, we had Santa come. Santa came um, visiting all the hotel rooms with all the kids and delivering gifts. So uh, Sophie got to meet him twice when we did that. And it's just magical moments like that when you're a dad, just seeing your kids' faces light up when they're receiving presents. Because that's what Christmas is all about. That's exactly what it's all about. So, for my family tours, I'd like to wish everybody a safe and happy, 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 merry Christmas and a wonderful new year. So, I will catch you all in 2024. Thank you for listening.